Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Healing the Root Cause, where we'll be looking at anything connected to the root cause, including judgments, core beliefs, inner child, shadow self, and pretty much everything in between. And I'll show you with some real exercises the way forward and how you can become whole again. Now, this podcast is for 18 plus and may include triggers. Just be forewarned. I'm your host, Nicole. Let's begin your journey. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you listen or where you are in the world. I want to welcome each and every one of you. Welcome back. If you're used to hearing me rambling, (laughs) Um, I'm glad you could all join me. So let's do a little bit of housekeeping, a little reminder. Um, What I suggest or offer um, in terms of exercises or tips and tricks or whatever, uh, those things personally worked for me. That's what I'm putting out there. It's not something that hasn't been tested and tried. And no, these are things I did myself when I was on my own healing journey. And I'm kind of hoping that if you do find my podcast, uh, there's something in it for you. Uh, so happy healing. Let's dive in. So the inner child, the trust wound, uh, and if you listen to the last episode, I left you with those four major wounds that have afflicted this inner child of yours, right? Uh, so there was the trust wound, the abandonment wound, guilt and shame, and the disregard and neglect wound. I know, I'm still flip-flopping about this one. Like, I don't know, some feels, doesn't feel right about it, doesn't, I don't know. It'll dawn on me one day, because I kind of put it out there, uh, to have the proper, but anywho, for now, it's the disregard, neglectful wound. So moving forward, out of these four wounds, uh, a lot of ish comes out, especially, you know, when you meditate on them, like I did. (laughs) They have a lot to say, each of them, right? I mean, these these kinds of wounds um, affect not only your view of the world around you, but also your inner self how you view yourself, even how you conduct yourself out there in the world. I mean, whether you do this consciously or not, it is there. It's a thing, right? Um, And only the kind of triggers you get are going to point you in the right direction as far as healing your inner child is concerned, right? Uh, And one thing I am sure of, uh, the inner child on a collective level, has been screaming to be heard, screaming for those wounds to be brought out in the open so they can be healed once and for all, right? The healing of generational wounds. The entire collective feels this. And if you pay attention, you're going to see there's the shift has happened. It's happening already. It's continuing, but it's it started, you know. So just come on over. <laughs> Join the gang, right? Now remember here, uh, whatever healing, right, you personally do, whatever inner work you gift yourself, you will cause ripples out there. Good, bad, ugly. Just be ready to for pushback from those who wish for things to remain as they are. Keep in mind, we all have free will. 
and that includes others around us, right? Uh, you will initiate change out there the more you change the inside, right? I mean, this, this is how energy works. Like attracts like. Keep that in mind. You heal a part of you, you inadvertently send that healing vibe out there. And people around you can either be on board or not. It's their choice, not yours, right? Free will. Uh, so when you start going through an awakening or a rebirth, as a lot of us call this, uh, you cannot overlook the inner child and the wounding that they come with. Uh, we were all children at some point, right? We all have an inner child, just like we all have an ego. And digging deeper into these wounds is a must, in my opinion, because uh, if you've taken a peek at my bio, uh, if you want your garden to thrive, you have to pluck the weeds from the root, right? Because, I mean, if you've ever had a garden, you know this is a fact, <laughs> right? If you let the weeds take over, you might lose some pretty good seedlings and or plants, right? So it's the same thing here. You have different wounds that need addressing and working with your inner child is a necessary step because, as I've said before, this is ground zero where the original wound got imprinted in you, right? So... Either way, the choice is always yours to make. Uh, and as I like to say, always choose the better option for yourself and you cannot go wrong doing so. Yeah, some people will be pissed with you. People that don't necessarily wish to uh, undergo a rebirth process or move forward or you know get out of the dense negative energies. It's their choice. Uh, we all have lessons to learn, and for sure, for those who wish to stay, I don't want to say grounded in the 3D. I don't know, maybe that's, that's the word, that's the expression. Uh, they have lessons to learn there too, right? We don't know what another person's soul lessons are. So let's just be kind, right? Let's be kind, but always choose the better option for yourself and don't feel bad for choosing what's best for you. So, all right, let's begin with the trust wound, shall we? And uh, I, I want to point this out. I'm writing this on Valentine's Day. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> the day where all kinds of relationships seem to take center stage, right? And I guess, or not, uh, that this particular wound, the trust wound, is closely connected to a relationship in your life. Now, whether that relationship is from, or that wound is from childhood or still ongoing in your adult life. So, uh, let's start at the beginning. What is trust, exactly? Uh, so, according to the Oxford Dictionary, uh, trust is a firm belief in the reliability truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. In the Cambridge Dictionary, trust is defined as uh, 
to believe that someone is good and honest and will not harm you or that something is safe and reliable. Huh. And there's that word. Reliable. Reliability. Interesting. Uh, trust in a person has everything to do with being reliable. Yes? I personally always look out for this one when meeting new people. Are these people reliable? Is this man wanting to come into my life reliable? Can I trust them? And here, if you've dealt with abuse in the past, trusting the wrong person is very common. And that'll never be your fault, by the way. Never ever your fault. Uh, even if today you're no longer in an abusive relationship or an abusive situation, you still unfortunately carry some scars from that time. And yes, for sure, trust uh, belongs or is closely tied to the relationships in our lives, right? I mean, in my view, they are synonymous. So can you really have a meaningful, intimate relationship without trust? No. Both are interconnected. Both need each other. So the trust wound, where to begin, right? Uh, maybe that's why I opened up with reliability. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? At this point, I'm following spirit and that's it. You know, that's all I got. <laughs> so everyone, I think, right, without exception, has had to deal with this type of wound at some point in their lives. Uh, somewhere, someone broke your trust. They either lied to you, deceived you in a way, or maybe this betrayal is more of the covert kind. Covert as in narcissistic abuse. And yeah, <laughs> there's been a lot of that shit going around. Like a fucking virus. Like, holy crap. The narcissism, like I said in the previous episode, it's like fucking narcissism on crack. Shit. But I digress. So seriously, though, uh, one cannot talk about the trust wound without having to talk about abuse. So, yeah. Uh, we've all experienced that trust wound. Uh, what if you can't trust the people around you? Uh, and that will make any relationship hard, right? You can't trust them. And why do you keep people you don't trust around you anyways? That might be the next question you should find an answer for. Just saying, right? If you don't trust these people, why keep them around? Um, I mean, a long time ago, I used to say this a lot. That if I can't trust you, I can't be with you. And... I was following my failed marriage. Uh, for me, that was a betrayal like no other. Uh, you know, you build trust over time with another person, right? Then you wake up one day to have that gone and not know who the fuck this person is. Uh, kind of like sleeping with the enemy, <laughs> right? Uh, like, what the fuck, dude? You know, what happened? And... Uh, so as long as it can take, right, to build that solid trusting foundation, unfortunately, it will usually take a hot minute to destroy it. 
trust is very fragile. It's a fragile little creature. Uh, and usually trust as well as the resulting distrust, right, begins during childhood. So during that impressionable time, zero to seven, where all the good, the bad, the ugly crap happens, we all go through this. We all come from there, from that space. So to have trust broken as a child shapes your life as an adult just like any other wound, right? The thing is, though, trust issues will definitely impact all of your relationships in adulthood, whether that be professional, personal, it doesn't matter, right? Now, as a child, your job is to absorb everything you hear, everything you see, everything you feel, and everything that is projected onto you, right? Uh, this is your reality as a child. And I've said this before, you don't know that you have a choice, that you can reject that kind of crap that, that you're being subjected to. You're a kid. You don't know. Uh, so it's very hard not to create false beliefs around that kind of reality, right? I mean, as a child, uh, you tend to idolize the adults in the room, regardless if you're dealing with the good, the bad, the ugly. You blindly trust them. You believe that since they love you, they will do good by you, right? Yeah, no, not always. Uh, this innocent child has had to learn the hard way about this fact. Uh, and when you look closer, trust issues are usually, uh, not are usually, but they usually have fear as the underlying cause, right? Because in the trust, trust issues, the trust wound, there's a fear of abandonment beneath. Uh, you fear being left behind, right? And, and that makes you distrust others and their motives towards you, right? There's a fear of rejection. Obviously, you fear being rejected. Uh, this fear, rather, of being rejected makes you accept people in your life uh, that are unreliable, that don't necessarily belong there. They're untrustworthy. And you also have this other one, the fear of not being loved, of being unlovable. Again, this fear makes you keep people around you that are not reliable, that are not trustworthy. Why? <laughs> Why do that? I mean, all those fears are huge for a child. Yet, as an adult, most people don't even understand or recognize the patterns that they project or the wounds that trigger them, right? They don't, they don't see it. Uh, so this inner child grows up believing that people who say they love you aren't to be trusted. They're liars as far as this child's concerned. Now remember here, if you put yourself in this inner child's shoes, whatever emotions you're feeling are that of a child's. There's no emotional maturity here. It's quite the opposite. You'll need to see these emotions for what they are, right? When a child spews out something, right? Something, blech, it is always raw. It is always visceral. And it's always simple to the point, 
right? There's no mincing words, no mincing emotion. It's just freaking raw. So that's how you got to approach that. You got to keep that in mind that these types of emotions will come up and don't stop them from coming up. Now, in adulthood, obviously, this kind of trust wound is going to show up when somebody is snoopy, when somebody likes to snoop, uh, to spy on the other, to, you know, uh, invade their privacy. And remember here, if you do this, you're the one who actually becomes untrustworthy, not the person you're spying on, you're snooping on. Keep that in mind. Uh, just have a good old conversation with this person that you're feeling insecure about certain things. Own what you're feeling. Own where you're at. Plain and simple. Uh, so, anywho. Personally, I'm still waiting on a certain person to contact me so we could have a conversation. Right? But whatever. I'm sending this person lots of love and light. When they're ready to talk, they know where to reach me. Right? So whatever. I digress again. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a day. Anyways, without trust, it will be hard. Like, you cannot expect to have a healthy, long-lasting relationship with anyone in your life. Even friendships. All that crap's going to be hard. Right? Hard to keep, hard to form. Trust is the foundation of any relationship. So understanding this in connection to your inner child is a stop you have to make on your rebirthing journey. You have to deal with the inner child. And the sooner you do it, the better. Uh, you know, just keep the tissue box handy. <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of self-care, a lot of compassion for the self, right? Uh, now, a long time ago, I learned from a very uh, smart person, from a mentor of mine, that in order to have or cultivate trust in another, uh, there were these three C's, like the letter C, as in Charlie, that's involved. Uh, yes, there's all kinds, you know, of these, the three C's of this, the five, the four. This is what was passed down to me. The first C was communicating. Obviously, through communicating, you can or will build trust with another. Not overnight, but it will happen, right? Communication is key. It's important. The second C is consistency. When a person is consistent, whether that be with their words, actions, being consistent will instill trust in another because they're walking their talk, right? They're walking their talk. The third C that I was taught was compromise. Uh-huh, I know, compromise. Uh, compromising will show that the other person's not only sensitive to your needs, but it'll show you that you matter. You matter to them, right? You matter enough that they're willing to sit down and say, okay, let's find a compromise here. Something that'll, you know, be a win-win, right? I mean, that's kind of how it works. So again, communicating is an important part of trust. 
you don't communicate, you keep yourself in the dark. It's a you problem. It's not another person's problem. It's your problem, right? So before you go out pointing fingers at people, look at yourself. Are you able to communicate your truth, to communicate properly, right? Just look into that. So, cultivating trust in adulthood. Oh, good Lord, do we have to? <laughs> oh, do we have to? Do we have to? I don't Anywho, uh, another thing that helped me a lot, learn about your values. That's, that's a huge one for that one, I'll put it right there at ground zero with the inner child. Uh, what do you value? Write it down. What do you value in relationships? Do you value honesty? Do you value deceit? Look at what you truly value and forget about, you know, just forget about the cute guy, the cute girl, you know. If they don't match up to your values... Why have them around? Let them go. And here, I know, you know, we've all done this. I've done this. But I'm asking you to pay attention. Never lower your standards or your values to please other people. Because if you do, look into your pe people-pleasing thing and where that comes from, right? Because that's another... Uh, that's another wound, right? If it pops up. So communicate from a real and vulnerable place. That's part of what a person values, right? And I say vulnerable here because if you or the other person are both willing to open up to be real, to be vulnerable, even just a little bit, that's a good way to build trust between the two of you or the three of you, the four of you, the, between people, right? Uh, pay attention to the other person's actions as well, right? Does it match their word, right? Kind of like what I said, are they walking their talk, right? And here also, uh, as is always with any kind of, you know, rebirthing, healing work you're doing. Be honest with yourself first, right? Not just the other person. It starts with you, right? And here, and, and I've been through this, you know, after my marriage. Uh, it's okay to tell another person that you have trust issues. And I know last episode I made jokes about that that I have trust issues because some people have lying issues. <laughs> but it's it's true, right? But if you're really interested in another person and, and both of you kind of mesh, it's okay. It's more than okay to tell them, look, I've got trust issues, but I'm working on that. So, you know, uh, let's let's communicate. Let's be honest with one another, right? Uh, and the other person will probably either relate and most likely appreciate your honesty that you're telling them ahead of time. Now, another, uh, excuse me, another word that is extremely, extremely important here, 
respect. And it's funny because as I was writing this, I could hear the Queen, R-E-S-P-C-T, find out what it means to me. Anyway, I'm not going to sing because everybody's going to go, oh my God, shut the sound. <laughs> ah, anyways, respect, yeah, respect for the self, respect for others. This is important also for building trust in any partnership, relationship, right? It's important. Respect. By being real, by being respectful of the other person, of their opinion, you also allow them to connect with the real you. Not, you know, some social media facade, right? Like you, when you open this beautiful door for others, you show them respect. People that uh, resonate, that vibrate at the same level as you, that's the people that are going to come to you and they will show you as much respect as you show them, right? So how do you heal this inner child trust wound? Uh, patience. <laughs> and love are always a good place to start, right? Because uh, like I always tell people, keep in mind, you're dealing with your inner child. There's no rules, there's no law, there's no books, there's nothing out there that says you cannot mother your own inner child, especially as you're doing healing work, as you're working with this child. It's super, super important right? And you got to have patience. Keep visualizing yourself as this little child. Well, how would you treat them, right? Patience, love. You would hug them. You would love them. You would tell them, gosh, I'm so sorry you're having to deal with this. I love you. I want to be here for you, right? And it's funny because uh, I'm recording this, obviously, the day after I, I wrote the whole thing, uh, because I wanted to just be out in nature, right? Um, and Spirit's reminding me of the uh, soul retrieval work I did in the past uh, in order to reconnect with my inner child. Um, one thing's for sure, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Holy, oof. That one was, yeah, that one was something and a half. To deal with. Uh, but it was beautiful. It was very cathartic and very necessary because a lot of beautiful things happen when, uh, when you're going through this soul retrieval, uh, especially to reconnect with your inner child. Uh, but once, once you get to that other side, once you are reconnected, uh, it's the most beautiful, healthy, uh, amazing feeling ever. So that's why just keep at it. Keep loving yourself. Keep showing this inner child, this little boy, little girl of yours that resides within you, that is you. Show them all the love and listen to them. And I don't know, if you're walking out in the rain and you just get a little hint to jump in the water puddle that's there or to throw snow up in the air just go for it this is your inner child nudging you saying hey 
are you forgetting about me? I, I, you know, I want to have fun. I don't want to be in pain. I, I want to live. I want to have fun. Can we do this? Keep that in mind. And I'm, oh, good Lord. Um, yeah. So this inner child, listen to them. It's important what they have to say. So one thing, one good thing that I mentioned before, look into your values. What do you personally value in life, in people? Uh, not what the previous generation before you, what they valued, right? Because that's, that's the script we're trying to get rid of right now. That's the script we're trying to heal. Personally, collectively, this is where we're at. So that previous generation, those, those values, uh, just send them love. Send them love. It's time for them to go. Look at your own values, right? Teach yourself the art of communication, right? It's very important because obviously communicating is a two-way street. Uh, teach yourself to be an active listener. And an active listener is not, you know, you're listening to someone else. Uh, and I've seen this sometimes with people. And <coughs> Excuse me. I've personally caught myself doing this, uh, you know, here and there. <laughs> I forget sometimes, you know, uh, but depending on who you're talking with and whatever. Uh, but sometimes you'll be listening to a person and, and then you're just like formulating questions in your head. Like you're not being an active listener. You're not 100% listening to them because you're like, oh, okay, they said this. I got to remember that because I want to mention this and that, this and that. We're all guilty of that. Then it's no big deal. It doesn't make us a bad person. Not at all. It makes us human, right? As long as you're aware, then being aware, then you can kind of stop that, right? Uh, another little trick. Be honest with yourself about yourself and where you're at in your life. Just be honest. You know, own who you are, like, like there has been something that's been uh, happening in my life since I moved out to Atlantic Canada. Uh, I was guided to come here and I was to meet up with a specific person so we could do something specific together. Anywho, uh, this person decided not to, not to awaken, not to go ahead and move forward with this connection. Um, as heartbreaking as it was for me, I've had to accept that this is where this person is in their lives right now, and that's okay for them to be there, right? Uh, and even if I would love to uh, change their mind and it's not my job to do so, I have to be okay 
with where they are, just like I'm okay with where I'm at in my own life, right? Uh, because if this is where you are, then that's where you're meant to be, and that's okay for you to be in that space. Uh, so, yeah. Anywho. But it doesn't matter, though, because I, I send a lot of love and um, keep looking forward, right? So be honest with yourself about where you are in your life. Be okay with that. Be okay with where another person is in their lives. Because you cannot change another person. You can't. Period. You can't. And I've said this many times. Uh, you can only change yourself. So, accept what is. Uh, now, another little point is respect yourself, right? Uh, respecting yourself is very important because, as all of you probably know, when, I mean, this is done a lot of times, uh, unconsciously, right? We go through life being who we are um, and all kinds of things, but in, in our way of being, of doing, we teach others how to treat us, right? So that's why it's important to show yourself a lot of respect, right? Be honest with yourself, respect yourself, respect where you are as well. Not everybody is going to be on the same timeline as you. Not everybody's going to be um, at the same step on the journey, right? Just like me with this this uh, podcast, with this little, my little space in the ether, as I like to call it, right? my, my little corner of the universe, you know? And when I started this uh, over a year ago, this spring, it's going to be two years already. Wow. Uh, when I started this, uh, I put out a lot of energy healing as well. And I put out my intention out there that, you know, I, I don't claim to have all the answers. Not at all. I'm human. You know, I'll, I'll f I fuck up here and there. I'm human. You know, I'm an energy healer. I talk like a fucking sailor. <laughs> But I love myself. This is who I am, right? It's who I am. I'm owning my, you know, I'm being honest. This is who I am. Don't ask me to be, you know, all, oh, namaste. Don't fucking ask me to be that. I'm not. This is who I am. I'm still a good, damn good energy healer. Uh, but I put the intention out there that whatever I pass along, as information, things that helped me, right, to, to uncover the root, to uncover all kinds of things, to heal all kinds of things, right, uh, that whoever vibes with that, allow them to find my podcast, allow them to, to immerse themselves in this, like, I, you know, it, this helped me, and I'm hoping It'll help one of you out there. It'll resonate with you, right? But I'm accepting of where everybody is. I'm not going to force uh, healing on anybody because as, <laughs> as a kind soul once told me, right? 
No one died and made you God, Nicole. You cannot. It's not your job either way. Uh, to force healing on another, you don't know what their soul's purpose is. You don't know what life's soul lessons they came here to learn. No one died and made you God. So mind your P's and Q's. Do the healing. Put it out there. Who needs to find you will find you. Trust that. Trust spirit. So thank you, Tara. If you're listening, that was the best fucking lesson of my life. <laughs> ah, that's what changed the, how I do energy healing, by the way. It's, it's what she told me. So thank you, Tara. Love you. So all these little tips and tricks, right? Uh, they're all going to go a long way. Uh, you know, when you cultivate that within you first and foremost. And like I had said before, healing will start with you and then it'll cause the ripples out there. The energy will move the things out there for you. Right? Uh, and remember too, at the beginning, it's very important. Keep having compassion for yourself. Start with yourself and never mind others out there. They will follow you. They will follow your example. They will feel the energy shift in you. And then slowly, you're attracting Remember, like attracts like. Law of attraction. The more you change, the more you raise your vibration, the more you vibe a certain way. Those are the people you're inviting in to your life. So keep doing the work. Start with yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Look at it as, as this wonderful uh, adventure you're embarking on, right? I mean, it sure. It, there'll be a lot of tears. There'll be a lot of freaking pain. A lot of nasty realizations, you know, like I had mentioned one time too. Uh, you know, growing up, I mean, my family from onlookers looked like the perfect little suburban family. Fuck, were we ever dysfunctional? That family unit was fucked up. Dysfunctional. Painful. And I know I make jokes about that a lot of times, but it's not, uh, it's not in a bad way. It's, um, I don't know. I've just been able over the years to laugh at these painful moments, but they're no longer painful for me. These are things I've healed in myself. And now I've, I've got hindsight and I guess maybe it's that it's looking at things in hindsight, right? That that's making me laugh. And it's like, holy shit dysfunctional <laughs> but I made it oh my god I made it I'm here <laughs> anywho back to the topic at hand so other ways that you can increase self-trust learning to trust yourself and again if you've dealt with abuse in your life any kind of abuse obviously I'm not a therapist so if therapy calls to you, please do so. It'll be helpful to you. I followed, I had therapy for, for a while, for at least a couple of years, a long time ago to, you know, help recalibrate myself. Right. 
to understand <laughs> a lot of things. So go easy on yourself. If you want to trust others, learn to trust yourself first. Start working on you. So one of the things uh, is being aware. Uh, try to bring attention to what you're thinking, feeling, doing uh, when you go on your day-to-day, -day, not when you're having a conversation. Let's say you're going to the grocery store. You know, sometimes we have like a, I don't know, little talky-talky script in our head, you know, we're pushing the carriage, you know, the, the cart, you know, we're grabbing, oh, okay, I need coffee, that's on my list, boom, in the, put that in the cart, this and that. Like sometimes there's going to be stuff that you're going to be thinking about, that you're going to be, you know, rehashing, revisiting, whatever. Try to be aware of that when you do that. What does that look like to you? That's how you're going to eventually, by practicing that, uh, it's that, that, you know, overused word, mindfulness, right? Just be aware of what you're thinking when you're by yourself. Uh, take time also to listen to the signs your body is sending you, right? That's another thing. It's... Uh, I guess learning to learning about your intuition because your body is always talking to you. Your body's always saying something. Whatever's happening in, in the outer, your outer world, your body has a way of responding, right? Kind of like in wintertime here in the Northern Hemisphere, right? In Canada, you don't go outside without... A hell of a winter coat and a toque and mitts and, you know, logically. If you do, your body's going to like, oh, it's fucking cold. Go get your toque. What's wrong with you? Right? So always listen to the signs your body's telling you. Same thing applies, let's say, I don't know, you're having a conversation. Somebody introduces you to another person and your body's kind of like, oh, oh, oh. This, ooh, lots of negativity here, lots of, you know, always trust the signs your body is giving you, is sending you. Very important. Uh, and another thing here, remind yourself often, because this is tied to a major pet peeve of mine, is when people uh, speak uh, when people talk bad about themselves, they don't speak properly about themselves. Like, uh, always remind yourself that if you made a poor choice, it it doesn't mean you're an idiot. It doesn't mean you don't know what's best for you. It doesn't doesn't mean nothing. The only thing it means is you made a mistake. You made a poor choice. Fuck it, right? Learn from that mistake. Put it on the little board there. Note to self. Don't fucking do this shit again. That didn't work. So, but it don't talk bad about yourself. Whatever choices you make, don't equate that to who you are. They, they're not the same. Keep that in mind. Uh, respect your opinion as much as you respect the opinions of others. Again, negative self-talk. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. 
that's a trust killer in yourself. You're not, you know, because that's when too you're gonna go like, no, I'm not sure. Is this is this my inner voice? Is this my higher? Is this, you know, what's this voice telling me? Yeah, if it's a negative voice, fuck it, send it packing. Just say bye, 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 bye. You know, I see you. You're fine. Bye. Get away from me. Plain and simple. Uh, another thing, listen to others with an open mind, right? Always be open to other people's point of view. Don't be rigid in, in your thinking and your doing. Like, just learn to go with the flow. Everything works that way. You know, when you're not holding on too tight, uh, life will flow so much better for you. Uh, here's another thing. Reassure yourself that you are your own best expert, right? When it comes to important decisions, I'm not saying don't ask people around you, right? To, uh, you know, to not give you their opinion there, you know, it's good to get other people's opinions, other people's feedback sometimes, but ultimately you're your own best expert. You know what is best for you, right? Just like me. What's best for me might not be what's best for you. And same goes both ways. So keep that in mind. Reassure yourself. You are your own best expert. You know you're the only person who knows what is best for you based on what? Your own fucking values. <laughs> Everything's interconnected. Just go with the flow. Go with it, right? Uh... And there's another thing too I always mention. Think like an observer rather than a participant, right? Always look. Don't blame, don't shame. Just look. You're an observer, right? You're just looking at something in front of you. Try not to have too much of an opinion. Be an observer in your life. This way things might not offend you. Half as bad, because I mean, there's a lot of fucking people out there. They get offended about slightest little thing. Maybe these people need to step back. That would be my advice for them. Just step back, be an observer, you know. And and I forget who said this, but I read this once. Uh, if you easily get offended, then get off your end. And I thought that was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> pretty good way to look at it, right? Uh, and one last little tip for you, you know, to help you with that self-trust, to learn to trust yourself. Uh, and this, you might have to write this down on a, you know, good old piece of paper, whatever, you know, do you still have paper and pen, pencil, you know, coloring crayons, anything, Write it down. Do it the good old-fashioned way. Collect evidence, right? That's going to support your belief that you make good choices for yourself. You always know what's best for you. Collect evidence. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, pick, a, uh, pick a decision you made, and, and it turned out to be the best decision ever, but then you had people around you... Uh, you know, talking in your ear, oh, you know, eh, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't put yourself out there. You know, that's kind of scary. Oh, my God. 
right? Don't fucking do that. It's okay to listen to, that other people have opinions about your life. It doesn't mean if it's good for them, doesn't mean it's good for you, right? So that day, that time, you went with your gut. You said, no, this feels right to me. I'm going to do this. Gather that kind of evidence. Put it down on paper so you can physically look at it and tell your brain, say, look, I'm my own good expert. I trust my decision-making skills. Slowly, when you're going to do these little things, you're going to take these little steps, you're going to create a shift within, and then the shift's going to happen out there. But this trust wound needs addressing from the inside first. You got to learn to trust yourself. Don't even think about other people right now because that'll come naturally, right? Like you trust yourself to make good decisions. You trust yourself to, you're going to be vibing in the flow, right? And, and then it'll be easier for you out there to be able to discern who is worthy of your trust, who's trustworthy, who is not. Who's on your side? Who's not? So by trusting yourself first and spirit, always trust spirit, right? Uh, the people outside of you, that's going to take care of itself, right? So if you want to shoot me an email, if these little tricks kind of help, help you, Please, my email is in every episode. So I'm going to stop here because I've been rambling for like, wow, almost an hour now. Woohoo! <laughs> Way to go. I have a lot of energy this morning. So obviously the next episode, I'm going to continue. I'm not sure which wound exactly um, I'll be talking about. Maybe it's the abandonment wound that's going to show up. So as per usual, I want to thank you so much. For all the support, right? You show my podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for downloading, for sharing. Uh, right? So until next time, be well. Have compassion for yourselves. Bye for now.